You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the show. A little crazy tonight. For those of you that are in the queue, that just came into the queue, um, that just called in, that um, I will not be able to speak with you um, until it's time for your reading, so hang in there with me. Our producer, RJ, is not with us this evening, so I am manning the um, studio as well as sharing this time with you on air. And so for those of you new to the show, welcome. I'm Eileen, the Heart Healer, and we gather here each Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time to share spiritual wisdom and to offer live one-question Akashic Records readings on air. We're here for an hour, so relax, put your feet up, Let's see what we can do to serve you this evening. I love doing this show. It has been my joy for the last few years to be able to connect with you, with other people, with the energy of being connected to the collective conscious of humanity. As we connect here on the Internet, isn't it just amazing the technology that we have and how it gives us the ability to connect across the world in just a moment. You know, it, it boggles my brain sometimes, you know. But it is the amazing world of the World Wide Web, and it is intended for us to be able to connect with such immediacy and so that information is shared quickly to benefit all. Now, sometimes we may question that benefit because sometimes what's being shared is not necessarily what some might believe or judge to believe really does serve the highest good of all. But I trust and know whatever we see, sense, feel, hear, and know is for us. 
And how it's for us is so that we can, in the moment of awareness of that conscious connection, that we're empowered to make conscious choices. Do we change the station? Do we switch to a different URL? Do we turn it off? You know, conscious choice is our superhuman power. It truly is. It is the answer to everything. Because everything in this realm is about choice. Whether we are consciously making choices or not, we're still making choices. And so let us begin tonight with a little prayer, shall we? That the technology guides are good to us because I live in South Florida and we are just starting to get some um, feeder bands of rain and, and gusting winds from Hurricane Dorian. And I am still feeling very safe in my home, but tomorrow I will be leaving it to go stay with family. Um, as the winds get greater, this is a normal part of living in South Florida. It's just not the fun part. And so because there's so much fear that so many people are experiencing, and my heart just goes out to the people in the Bahamas and people that have family there that are dealing with a Category 5 hurricane, which is nothing less than unimaginable. It, it really is unimaginable. Um, for those of you that had seen or experienced Hurricane Andrew in South Florida uh, many years ago, that was an unimaginable experience. The amount of devastation was just really unbelievable. Fortunately, I have not experienced the devastation of a hurricane, and I am grateful for it. We've had damage from hurricanes, particularly the ones in 2005 and 6 in this community. But we've been very blessed and fortunate to not experience that same amount of devastation that other communities have. And I am incredibly grateful. But I also am compassionate for those that are experiencing it. And so because there's so much fear going on, I felt it was appropriate to talk a little bit about hurricane energy, um, earthly phenomena, Mother Earth, and a tool that we can all use that I have been using as much as I can think of it. I have shared it on Facebook, on, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Instagram, that there is a simple tool that we can all use. And for those of you that have listened to the show before or called in, since the beginning of January, I've shared a little bit about the ancient Hawaiian clearing and healing process called Ho'oponopono, which many may not remember the name of it, but they'll, they'll likely remember the four phrases or the prayer that goes with it, which is, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, and thank you. And so this is a very simple but incredibly powerful prayer. And we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight and offer that as a tool for all of you to use to benefit not just yourselves if you are in the path of this storm, if you are in it already, or if you know someone that is, 
where you just have a fear of natural phenomena. This is a way that you will be able to feel more comfortable with it, ideally. So this is what I was guided to share tonight. So Mother Earth, everything that we see, sense, feel, hear, and know has consciousness, which means it's alive in some way. Our furniture, our walls, our electricity, not alive from the sense of a live wire, but the wiring, everything. If we can acknowledge on some level of awareness that everything has consciousness, then we can choose to treat everything in that way as if they were a person almost. Mother Earth being a sentient, conscious being is linked to us in the most intimate of ways. When we think about quantum physics and the essence of what it means, because I'm not a quantum physicist by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not a scientist. My background's in nursing, but applied science is what I studied in nursing school, you know, so many years ago. So please understand that when I share this, I share this from my heart, from an understanding of being a a facilitator of healing using energy techniques, not from that left brain scientific perspective. But quantum physics, from my naive layman's mind, is all about the idea that everything that we see, sense, feel, and know or hear is energy. It's just vibrating at different frequencies. So if you think of sound as one of those things that's energy, think of an orchestra, right? There are many instruments many different tones of music that those instruments play. Each one, each tone is vibrating at a different frequency or rate of speed. Therefore, we hear it as a different tonal quality. The lower the frequency, the more dense. So the lower the frequency, the the deeper the tone, like a timpani drum or um, a bass saxophone, right? The higher the frequency, the lighter it is, the less dense. So think of higher frequency tones, sopranos, piccolos, or flutes. Think of the whole range of a, of a harp. Everything, each string is tuned to give out a vibrational tone that is in balance with the other ones. It goes from a very deep one to a very high one. So everything is energy, just vibrating at different frequencies, including our bodies. Our bodies, the denser the frequency, the more dense, the lower the frequency, the more dense the part of our body, like our bones. Our bones are our densest part of our physical presence, but still energy, just vibrating at a very low rate, low frequency versus the higher frequency parts of us, which would be air exchange in our lungs and in our bloodstream, blood flowing, lymphatic system flowing, all different frequencies. They just get more and more dense as we move through the different parts of our body, our organ systems. And so 
If we think of everything as energy vibrating at different frequencies, even our emotions are energy. And they are perfectly designed to do one thing if we don't judge them. And that is to help us to define where we are in our human experience. We judge our emotions as good, bad, right, wrong by the way they feel. We have songs that are all about that. We have different beliefs about things that are all about how we feel being in these bodies. But just like our emotions are energy, the lower frequency emotions are the ones that we judge as not good, as bad, as, as, as the ones that don't feel good. Those are the emotions of fear. Anger is always an expression of fear. And then any of the emotions that are connected to grief and grieving, etc., And then we go to the opposite end of that energetic spectrum for emotions, and we are with that highest on the hit parade of emotions, the highest vibration. It's so high we can't even measure it, and that, of course, is love. Gratitude or appreciation is the highest measurable emotion in terms of its energetic frequency. And then we have joy and happiness and sexual bliss and all of these wonderful feel-good emotions, satisfaction, that feeling that we have when we're successful at something. And you want to just jump up in the air with arms spread, you know? But still, energy. And so if you can imagine if we're energy, even though there is this illusion that we're solid, and if Mother Earth is energy, even though she feels very solid to us, imagine that everything is energy that we see, see, sense, feel, hear, and know. Hurricanes are no different. Tornadoes are no different. Any natural phenomena They are no different. Mother Earth needs to balance her energy just like we do. Sometimes we need to cry to release the energy of emotions. Mother Earth releases the emotions of fear that she absorbs from all of us. How many trillion people live on this planet with us? Imagine she's dealing with those emotions day in and day out. And at times she needs to release that valve to clear for her balance sake. Hurricanes are one of the ways that she releases the energy of fear. And I know that it seems counterproductive because it only creates more fear in us. But what I want to invite you to consider is what I have come to understand, appreciate, and live my life by. And that is, whatever serves our highest good will always show up in our lives. It doesn't mean that it always feels good. But there are parts of us that are making choices that we have no idea what choices we're making because many of these choices are made in the subconscious mind. 
Ho'oponopono principles teach us that for every 15, that's one five, bytes of information or data that we are aware of consciously per second, there are 15 million, I'm going to repeat that, 15 million bytes per second that are going on in the subconscious mind. And all of that is creating our world as we experience it to be. If, these, if this information speaks to you, then please embrace it. If it doesn't, then toss it. There's so many different beliefs and philosophies that are out there for you to learn to experience. You have to decide what feels right to you. This feels so right to me, but I can't impose that on you. I'm only sharing it. If it speaks to you and it serves you and it brings you peace, then so be it. And so it is. And I am grateful. If it doesn't, I am also grateful for you having the knowing and discernment to make that decision, to make that choice as to whether it does or not. So imagine if everything is energy and hurricanes are these emotions of fear that the earth is needing to clear. What if you had this tool of Ho'oponopono and you could continue to clear from within you with the help of your creator, whatever you call that part of you by what name, right? That you could keep clearing from you whatever is contributing to the creation of a natural phenomenon like a Hurricane Dorian. And that the more you could do that, that perhaps as it weakened or as it moved its direction, that it could be out and see where it would harm no human beings, where it would create no damage to property. I can only ask for what is to be cleared within me as each of us can that is whatever the cause of this storm or any storm or any source of suffering for humanity is. The rest of it's not up to me, and I know that. But I can still do my part. So I'm going to share with you what I've been doing since this, this storm was first brought to my attention. And I don't listen to the news, you know, so I don't always hear about things right away. It's like all of a sudden someone will say something to me and I'll go, oh, we have a hurricane coming I mean, it's Florida. Come on, it's hurricane season. Of course, there's always something out there. But I did not know about the significance of this storm until a few days ago. And so what I've been doing is there are, there are four different ways of using the Ho'oponopono prayer that, that I am familiar with. The one that I'm going to share tonight, well, I'm going to share two of them. One of them is that for whatever fear you're feeling or whatever emotion you're feeling that is uncomfortable or is not just uncomfortable, that is whatever you judge as being not okay for you. It's, It's a feeling that doesn't feel good to you. You can simply say to whatever this feeling is in me, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. Or just I love you or just thank you. You can say the phrases in any order that you want. It will all work. You are asking your divine creator, God, Allah, Holy Spirit, whatever you call that to be, your source from where you came before you came into this body. You are asking that part of you to clear this. 
But first, we have to accept 100% responsibility for the creation of it, even though we didn't do it consciously. Remember, 15 bytes per second conscious, 15 million bytes per second unconscious, and that's how we're creating our world. So the second format or the second use of the prayer is to whatever memory or data is in me that is the cause for this hurricane that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. Or just I love you or just thank you. And to repeat it as often as you can. For remember, we're all energy. So as I am asking divine creator, God, to clear this energy that is the cause of whatever I see outside of me that is a source of suffering, in this case, it's Hurricane Dorian, I'm asking, after I'm accepting responsibility for it, that the, that the cause of it be cleared from me, and God in its divine wisdom clears it from me and from wherever else in this energy field that is all of us, this matrix of energy, that it be cleared from there through time, space, dimensions, and realities back to the beginning of creation. I know it's a lot, but trust me, it works. I can't tell you all of it in, in one show at night and then have time for readings. So I invite you, if you would like more information, there's a link on the, is it on the show? It is not. Um, if you go to my website, which is in the show description, which is Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash contact. You have the ability to schedule a complimentary heart healer session with me, and I will be happy to hear what your issues are, offer you some support, and share with you how I can, by you working with me, offer you a solution to whatever you are currently addressing. And it is my joy to do this. I've been doing this work for 25 years. I have a lot of experience. And it is my joy to do that which I am here to do, which is my soul's purpose. And that's to remind you to connect with your heart first and go from there. That everything is about the expression of love. But it's all about who we're being in our relationship with ourselves first. So consider for all of you, if you are listening and it speaks to you, Please join me in sending love to this hurricane and to any natural phenomenon that occurs on this planet, to any group of people that are in its way, that are suffering from it. And the prayer that you can say is, to what memory or data is in me that is the cause for fill in the blank, in this case for Hurricane Dorian, on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you or just I love you or just thank you. So you're saying the I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me to the cause of whatever it is within you. And the thank you is to divine creator God for clearing it all. And as it clears from us, it clears from wherever it's connected to in God's infinite wisdom. And we don't get to determine what that is. So 
I know we have a lot of people in the queue tonight. I am so grateful. For those of you that just recently joined us, um, we do not have our producer, RJ, with us tonight. So when I get to you, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to let you know you're on air by your area code number and, um, and ask you to just share who, your first name and where you're calling from. In the interim, while we begin our, um, call, our uh, readings tonight, um, please think of a one-question um, reading that you would like me to respond to when I get to you. Okay. All right. So first we're going to visit with Nathaniel in California. Good evening, Nathaniel. You are on air. Hey, I read. Uh, How are you, Nathaniel? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. I'm treating myself pretty good these days. But, but uh, you know, I wasn't sure uh, if I should get a uh, some other kind of uh, ancient uh, message or something. The uh, thing I don't know, uh, uh, the Kabbalah or something like that. Records, the records. Did you say? Is there anything? As you know, the more specificity with which you ask the question, the more specific I can come with a response. So if you could be a little bit more specific about how I can serve you, that would be helpful. Well, I wanted to treat my uh, medical condition with either like, uh, you know, do you think I should do the surgery or am I just, I'm trying to, what are the chances of getting it to just eating healthy and vitamins and uh, that kind of stuff to try to stop it. Uh, I hear you. So, so Nathaniel, the, the thing is, no one can make that decision for you. This is a serious yeah. diagnosis. I, I, I remember you because we've spoken before. It's a serious diagnosis. And, and if you choose to work strictly with nutrition and um, nutritional supplements and with respected practitioners to assist you, that would be a choice that you would need to make consciously. You have the option to do that. You have the option to do surgery in addition to that. You have the option to do the whole nine yards that they offered you, which was surgery and chemo and whatever else it was that allopathic medicine offers. But no matter what you choose, one of the things that you can add to it is the Ho'oponopono as another layer of healing. And how you can do that is to simply say to whatever the cause is for this diagnosis. And when you're with yourself, you can language it because that's personal for you. Whatever this diagnosis, the cause of this diagnosis is, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. I would I would put your hands on that part of your body and and love it. You can say I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you or thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you and I would do it as often as you can. Because this is the dis-ease, this lack of ease with which we are in our relationship with ourselves, that's what disease or dis-ease is. It's a mind-body connection. In Ho'oponopono, as I've explained, the, the mind-body connection is very powerful. Remember that 99.99% of what you've created in your body, you've done unconsciously. And the data and memory that causes it lives in the subconscious of your mind. 
but that whatever the different aspects of the mind are, they are mirrored in the mind of the cell. That is the true mind-body connection. And so as you clear or ask divine creator God, whatever you call it, to clear, whatever the cause is for your dis-ease from the subconscious mind, right, whatever that memory or data is, it's automatically, as it's cleared from the subconscious mind, it's cleared from the mind of the cell. So that's another layer of support, irregardless of what you choose in terms of your treatment plan that you can add to it. Does that make sense to you, Nathaniel? Oh, yeah. Okay, yes, yes. Okay. Unfortunately, it would be irresponsible for me to say to you, do one treatment over another. I invite you to educate yourself, as I know you've been doing, as to what the pros and cons for each modality of treatment are, and then make your best decision so from your I heart. I haven't really spoken much with my surgeon about all the different things. I, I mean, you know, he didn't really want to talk about it much, uh, I don't think, you know. Well, you have a right kind of as a patient, <laughs> but you yeah. have a right to make a list of questions and, and ask all of them. And if your surgeon is not willing to sit down and talk to you about it, then get another surgeon. As a nurse yeah. and patient advocate, although I don't do clinical nursing any longer, that would be my first word of wisdom. If a physician or any healthcare practitioner is not willing to give you the time for you to ask the questions that you need asked, this is not a person that I personally would want to have care for me. So and that's something to consider. That, 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 you know, I mean, just tell him that I don't want to have the surgery or really. Or... You don't have to tell him that you don't want to have the surgery. If you don't want to have the surgery, then, then you find a different treatment path. But if you have questions yeah. about your surgical options yeah. and your surgeon has not given you the time to be able to have you ask those questions and have him answer them, then I would find another surgeon. Yeah. Does that make He's sense? The chief surgeon. He's the chief surgeon in the area, so I don't know if I got another one on the thing. He, you know, he would be their boss. I don't really hmm how do i want to language this from my heart <clears throat> okay as a patient advocate nathaniel and i have spoken to physicians around the world when i was a nurse legal assistant years ago i worked for a healthcare law firm and i spoke to experts in their field from around the world and the bigger they were, the more published they were, the nicer they were, the more accommodating they were. Just because he has um, a descriptor as being excellent in his field, he may. But you also have a right to have your questions asked. And answered. Correct. And if he's not willing to do that, 
then I would find someone else. It doesn't matter whether they're part of his team or not to find someone else. It's a personal choice, Nathaniel, but to me, it's stressful enough to go through what you're going through, to not have a compassionate healthcare team, to be able to care for you as you're going through it, no matter what the treatment protocol is that you choose. You know, I I think that that's one added stress you don't need. None of us do. Well, there's like a lot of surprises, you know. I mean, I want to get the surgery. Oh, yeah, they didn't tell you blah, 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 or they didn't tell you blah, blah, blah. And I'm going, no, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of left. You know, I had one meeting with them, and maybe it was for like 20 minutes or something, but we didn't really talk about much. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I don't think. Then, you know. then I would suggest, I don't mean to cut you off, but I would suggest this. I would make a list of the questions that you'd like to ask and make a follow-up pre-op appointment. Okay, do you think I should do it on the phone? Because it might be better on the phone. I don't know that, that they would do it. I don't know that they would do it, but that's up to you. You'd have to speak to his team. You know, you'd have to speak to his office and see if he would be willing to do something like that. But either way, you know, make a list of questions first. Record the call Mm -hmm. or record the session because most of the time people are so stressed when they have an appointment like this that they don't remember everything. So take someone with you or record it. You can record it on your phone. Most phones, if it's a smartphone, has a recording capability. Right. I use that voice memos. Okay. And that's definitely an option that you can consider. Okay? Hey, thanks a lot, man. Great. You're welcome, Nathaniel. You're in my heart, sweet man. Good luck with your decisions, okay? You're welcome. Blessings. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye now. All right. We wish Nathaniel well. All right. We're going to go to New York and visit with Tim. Tim, how can we be of service tonight? Good evening, Tim. Huh? You're on air, sweet man. Yeah. How can we be of service uh, okay, tonight? Thank you. You're welcome. Sure. So I just had a question. I'm uh, tentatively supposed to start a new job in uh, the next month or two. Uh, get a little bit of anxiety. It's going to be a learning curve of uh, some stuff I used to do years ago. I just wanted if there was any message for spirit, uh, maybe of advice or any just any message from spirit. Sure. To yes. Me on transition. Say the last part of that again. Sure. I said any message from spirit that might be able to assist me on this uh, transition. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Tim, if you would just take a breath or two into your heart center, just a gentle breath. Just focus your breath on your heart center. That beautiful energy center in the middle of your chest. And one more time. Nice, gentle, focused breath. The first thing I want to say to you is, Do that breath often. It will help with your anxiousness. Okay. Okay? When you breathe into and out of your heart center, it raises your vibration. And the heart, when you activate the heart, it activates the vibration of love, which is the highest. It's just not even measurable. It's so high. And it can do something that the rest of your body or your brain cannot do. 
And that is that it can bring all of your organ systems into balance with that vibration of love. And one of the nicest side effects to that is, is that it's very calming as you're breathing and breathing with a focused breath into and out of your heart center. Okay, so we'll start gotcha. there, all right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So so I want to say to you about this new job, um, don't worry about the learning curve. You have the foundational information that is requisite for this job. Otherwise, they wouldn't have accepted you for it. Allow yourself to consider looking at this as, an amazing opportunity for expansion because that's what it feels like to me as I'm connecting in with this for you. And the expansion is actually one of not just the intellectual expansion, but there's also a social expansion that's part of this experience um, in, in ways that expand your connectedness to other people. Does that make sense to you? Yes, I believe so. Okay, so I'm sensing that you've been um, somewhat isolated. Is that true or no? Yes, no? Uh, yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay, so, so this is an important stepping out, so to speak, and, and it's a safe way to do it. So there's many different aspects of why this, this move serves you. And so the anxiety is only the fear of the unknown. And so the more that you stay present in the moment, the less that anxiety is disruptive. And if the Ho'oponopono prayer speaks to you, I would invite you to do it in a couple of different ways. One is for each time that you experience that anxiousness or anxiety, right? That you simply Mm -hmm. say to this anxiety, to this feeling, I love you. Or I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me and thank you. Or just thank you. And just say it repeatedly until the feeling shifts. So that's more of a responsive way of using the prayer in the moment when you have the awareness that something doesn't feel good. Another way of doing it is that whatever memory or data is in me that limits me in any way from stepping into this new job with grace and ease, that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. Because that takes care of whatever is between you and the job, right? Between now and then and the actual environment of the job. Okay? Okay. I I really feel like this is a great move for you. You just need to address what's going on in you to make it more comfortable so that you can step into it with a bit more grace and ease. And it's very doable. This is a really good move for you, Tim. Okay? Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for calling in. Have a blessed rest of your evening, Tim. Thank you. All right. Okay. Let me see where am I going next. Hold on. I know there's a lot of you in the queue. Hold on. All righty. So we are now going to area code 541. You are, whoops, if I can get this to work. Hold on. 
trying to bring you into the studio. Hold on. There we go. Yes, Area code hello. 541. Hi there. If you could share with me your first name and where you're coming where you're calling from. This is Camille in Oregon. Hi Camille. Good evening. How can we be of service? Yes. All right. So the last thing um my family we moved from California to Oregon about a year and a half ago. And the last thing that we need to do now is I need to go down to California to move our things out of storage. Mm-hmm. And it's a big undertaking. Will I be able to accomplish that before the end of the year? That's an interesting question. Yeah. It, feel, it feels very much like you will be able to. It does not feel okay. like there are any blocks or any barricades between you and accomplishing that. And okay. Camille, I would invite you that if you feel drawn to follow the Ho'oponopono prayer is to simply say whatever memory or data is in me or energy is in me that um, limits my ability to accomplish this before the end of the year. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. Or just, I love you or just thank you and do it often. Not just once a day, just do it often. Remind yourself so that all of the energy that is a potential limiter is cleared and the path is open for you. Does that okay. make sense to you? It does make sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Okay. There's, there is so much, as, as you've heard by listening, there's so much that we create without knowing what it is that we're creating. Right. And so this addresses all of what we don't know what we're creating. We own it and we ask for it to be cleared and open up the energy of our lives and our day-to-day experiences. Okay? Thank you. Yes, thank you. You're very welcome, Camille. Thank you so much for calling. You have a good rest of your evening and good luck with your move. Thank Thank you, you honey. Blessings. Uh Uh-huh. Blessings. All right, let me see. Where am I going next? Hold on. Okay, we are going to, I don't know where we're going. Hold on. We had another one here and it disappeared. Here we go. All right, we are going to area code 504. If you would share your first name and where you're calling from, please. Yes, Deborah from Louisiana. Hi, Deborah. Welcome to the show. How can we be of Hi. service? Um, I'm in a in a work situation with uh, there's a lot of drama and toxicity, and I feel um, that I am keeping myself there somehow. I'm not I'm not sure if I'm possibly not learning a lesson because I feel stuck and able to mm. think of what to move forward and. I am um, losing patience. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. Okay. All right. Um, What exactly is the question? Is it the source of the toxicity? Is it how long should you stay there? Is it what are my tools that that should best be used to help me? How can I support you? What's the first thing you want to want to address? I I would like the tools to help me um, 
get out of the situation and deal with it while I'm there. Okay. So I don't take that energy on. Okay. So so this is what I want to say to you. You've been listening to the show. Yes. And and I'm yes. going to give you some Ho'opono applications, Ho'oponopono applications, okay. but also some okay. understanding, right? So Okay. We create everything, remember, okay. just not consciously. So the drama and toxicity around you, if you see it, you own it. That doesn't mean that you consciously are creating drama or toxicity or adding to it. It means that there is a part of you energetically that is connected to whatever the cause is for all the drama and toxicity. Okay. So the easiest thing and, the, and the, the simplest, the easiest, and to me the most powerful thing you can do is to ask for whatever energy or memory or data that is in you that is the okay. cause for all the drama and toxicity in your workplace or in your life, right? And just say, I, what I love you, I'm sorry, just- please forgive me, and thank you. Say that again, Deborah. I'm sorry. I know what it is. It's me recreating my family upbringing over and over again. I love it. Let me tell you something. This is the most extraordinary time on this planet for healing ancestral and generational stuff. Yeah. That's why it's up. So if you have that awareness, I want to say to you, do this, right? I love okay. you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you whenever you're feeling all of it. And I know you're very energy sensitive. Yes? It feels that way to me. Yeah, yes? very much. Okay. Yeah. So, so you don't want to take it on, but I know that you are, right? So this yeah. keeps emptying the well, right? So whenever you're feeling it, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. Whatever this feeling is, because it doesn't feel good. I love you. I'm sorry. Please Mm -hmm. forgive me and thank you. Or just I love you. I love you. I love you. Or just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. And then and then this language to whatever the memory or data is in me. That is the cause for this drama and toxicity. On any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. Or just I love you or just thank you. That takes care of everything outside of you, including the generational pieces back to the beginning of creation. Okay. Simple. Okay. But trust me when I say it is phenomenally powerful. Okay. It was Anyone hard to write down the second one, though. You'll the, be able the, to listen to the replay. You'll be able to listen okay. to the replay. It is 40, 46 minutes into the show. No? Okay. Yeah, it's 46 minutes yeah. into the show. Okay? okay? So just kind of when the replay is available very quickly after um, the show, mm-hmm. it takes a few minutes. Use the same link. And, and just forward it to that time in, in the replay. And you'll be able to take your time and write it down. I promise you, okay. give me a call in a few weeks. Don't expect any time frame. Don't be expectational. Just do the work. <laughs> I do expect it. I know you do. And I, and I need to tell you, you know, divine creator, God time, not, we're not in charge of it, my love. Sorry. You know, so <laughs> just 
keep doing it. I, I will share a small story, just a quickie, because I know we have so many people okay. in the queue tonight. This is this okay. is my personal experience with this work, right? I have mm-hmm. a family relationship from childhood that is a real challenge. Mm-hmm. And between December and April, that relationship completely changed. And all I did was to whatever memory or data is in me that is the cause for this person suffering on any and all levels that I am to atone for. And I did it all the time. I love you. 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 And first came the peace within me. And then came my PTSD symptoms that slowly went away. And then came, and then came the shift in the relationship Trust me when I say to you, it works. If you would like, yes. schedule a complimentary heart healer session with me. Go to EileenTheHeartHealer.com okay. forward slash uh, contact. I am happy to support you further or you are welcome to schedule a session. On the store on my oh. website, I have a three session package for new clients that I highly recommend. It is amazing what we can get done in three sessions. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, awesome. That that was the other issue, the PTSD, which I didn't know I had until just recently. It's all connected. It's all wow. connected. Being an empath, I understand. It, it's, it's all connected. Remember, everything is energy, and, and it's all connected. Okay. So you're stepping into an extraordinary healing opportunity here that's being shown to you through the experience at work. It's all good. It just doesn't feel good, but it's all Mm -mm. good. Okay. I'm really excited for you at the potential for this, Deborah. So I invite you to embrace it. Have no expectations. Just be in it. Okay. And I promise you it will shift at the timing that is perfect for you. I have chill bumps. I know. I hear you. I do amazing (laughs) inner child integration work that if it speaks to you, that's why I'm saying, I I know that we can do something extraordinary here. If you would like, I'm here if you wish. Okay. 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 Thank you so much. My joy. You have a good rest of your evening, Deborah. Okay. Blessings. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye now. Thank you. All right, let's see, where do we go next? Hold on. For those of you that have just joined the queue, I'm sorry our producer is not with us tonight, so welcome to the show. I'm doing my best to keep track of where I'm going here. Okay, we are going to area code 929. Would you share with us your first name and where you're calling from? Yes, my first name is Terry, and I'm calling from New York City. Okay, and is that Terry with a T? Yes, ma'am. All right, Terry. Hold on one second. Okay. All right, Terry, how can I be of service to you tonight, honey? Yes. Okay, so starting in October, I would love to start looking for a new job. I'm going okay. to, yeah, I, I want to get back into corporate, I mean, to, to back into the corporate world. Um, I currently work at a call center, but I'm in the uh, finance department. 
so and also um Edna, I'm going to, I'm going to administrative assistant school, so I just wanted to see what you pick up in regards to where should I start looking for can you say when you said you're in the finance department, what did you say right before that oh i oh oh that um Dang, I almost forgot um, that I'm going to administrative assistant school. Before that, you said that you were you wanted to get back into the corporate world, and you said something, yeah. and then yeah. about the finance department. Yeah, so I wanted to get, go back into corporate, okay, into co- the corporate uh, America. Um, currently, I work in uh, I work for a call center, but I work in their finance division. So, yeah, and I wouldn't mind going back to the, I mean, I, my background has always been finance. So now I'm ready to get out of that call since I only took the job because it was available at the time that I needed. So Got it. Um, I'm ready to get out of there. This is not, yeah, I'm overqualified for it. But it's, I mean, it's, Got a, it's, it. a, it's, a, it's a good learning experience, but I'm ready to move on. Okay. I hear that. I hear that. Um. Okay, so let me see what I can bring through for you, Terry. Just uh, breathe gently into your heart center for me. Okay. Um, I, I want to say that that um, have you have you considered um, a position with a finance company, like an investment company, working as an administrative assistant? And starting in that way? Yeah, I think I would have to start from the beginning again, yeah. I don't know that you that it would be all the way from the beginning. I think that your background will give you a leg up, so to speak. It will definitely help. I would work with a headhunter um, and mm-hmm. or you know, or with placement agencies. Um, and, and I would and I would be very um, I would I would have your resume be one that is very much task oriented skills, not tasks, skills oriented versus okay. um, job oriented. Okay. I think that, okay. It, I think, I think that it will be received much, um, much more powerfully. And there are people that that's their expertise is creating resumes in different formats. And I would invite you to invest in that. Um, a skills-oriented uh, uh, resume will highlight not just your work experience, but the amassing of skills that you've gained through your years of working in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. So you definitely want to have that part that, that shows what your work history is. But I would, I would work with someone that is knowledgeable about about resume formats that are powerful because doing things online, it's very impersonal, right? So you want to have, you want to do this with someone if you, if it's something that's possible that will speak for you, that that can speak to companies like a headhunter or um, a placement agency. Um, Because I know New York city is, is teeming with people that, that are looking for jobs. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. I would uh-huh. I would really invite you to do that. Your skills set with, especially if you are looking to go into the finance industry again, I would invite you or the investment world. I would invite you to highlight that that skill set first in the order of skills that you bring to the job. 
Okay. Organizational skills are also incredibly important for that position of an administrative assistant. Okay. You All know, right. they really look they really look to people in that role to have excellent organizational skills as well as excellent communication skills to deal with not only the team that they're assigned to, if that's the structure of the company, but also with the potential client. And with established clients. So enhancing or not enhancing, but highlighting organizational skills, communication skills, your experience with working with team members, with working with clients, etc., would be definitely something that I think that someone looking for someone like you would be looking for those skills. Okay. All right. All right. That so some thought to consider. And I think this is oh, a good move for you. I think it will be a good move for you. But I, um, and I think it will happen much more quickly than you think if you have the right kind of a resume so that people can see how fabulous okay. you are. All right. So definitely um, in regards to the resume, I just wanted to point out to you, I'm so glad that you said that uh, you mentioned something about hiring. I was actually going to invest into getting um, my resume done by a professional writer. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. And I would speak to them about the format that emphasizes or highlights your skill set versus your jobs as being the biggest, your work history. And they'll help you to do that. All right. So that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Let us know how you're doing, Terry. Okay. Good luck with it. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Blessings, honey. Bye-bye now. All right. Let me see if I can bring her back out. Okay. We wish Terry a lot of good luck. Well, we're almost at the hour, so we'll take one more caller. Um, Okay. We're asking for caller at area code 917. If you would share with me your first name and where you're calling from, please. Hi. uh, My name is Ashio. And I'm coming from New York. Ashil? Yes, 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 yes. Hi, Ashil. How are you? Not bad. Hopefully you can All right. How can we be of service tonight? Um, there's someone in my neighborhood that I've been seeing for years and uh, I kind of have a crush on. And uh, somehow yesterday, you know, we handed butters in Chinese restaurant and we found, you know, I finally had a conversation. And... Uh, Somehow that I didn't get a phone number. I didn't want to be too pushy. I'm trying to see if you see us. You know, that there's a chance for us, you know, talking again and moving on to, to the next level, so to speak, in terms mm. of mm. numbers and all that, that stuff. Got that. <clears throat> How did you originally connect with her, or did you just meet in the restaurant? No, we've seen each other in the neighborhood before. And actually, I, I remember years ago, and I was working at this retail place, and she came in with somebody else, you know, and like a mm-hmm. family member. And then she kept staring at me, and that's years ago. But then I realized that we're living in the same neighborhood, family block away from each other. But oh, never interesting. Because I was, I, I was a little kind of nervous at the time. So it's been years <laughs> like that. I kind of, kind of left it, I left it alone. I and hear you. Yesterday, out of you know, out of where. To each other, and then you know, I just went for it, and we started talking, and you know, asking, asking me where I was living and where she was living, and mm-hmm. then I put, 
the food came first, I was still waiting for mine. So I was like, okay, I hope you speak again. I don't want to keep you too long because your food is ready, you know. It's but okay. Said, it's I'm, okay. I, I hear you. <laughs> I, it's a sweet story. I like I it's, for a number, you know what I mean? No, I know. <laughs> I know. And it's a sweet story. And I want to tell you okay. that you'll definitely see her again. I mean, I, I don't know how I know that. I just have a feeling about that. And, okay. and I want to say to you, don't ever be afraid to ask someone for their phone number. What's yeah. the worst that can happen? They'll say no. I mean, really? But, but if you don't ask for what you want, and if you don't ask for what you want from your heart, you okay. won't get it. So, so just next time, breathe into your heart center and ask for what you want with kindness and with kindness and love, right? I really feel like you're going to connect with her again. This is, this is, and I want to also say to you, I don't know what the future of it will be, but you've known this person many lifetimes, not just now, which is why she's so familiar to you. Um, and, and I just want to say to you that it feels, and and I, I, I want to just, I just want to cry. It's just my heart is open. Uh, so it feels like it's like a, an opportunity to find each other again. And, and there's something significant about what the two of you are to accomplish. And I don't know what that is, um, but I will tell you that it's important for both of you, whether it's a long-term relationship or not, is not the point. But this is about okay. empowering you to really stand in your light, Ashil, and in a loving way, no matter whether it's with her or any other situation, to ask for what you need and what you want. You are worthy, yeah. young man. You are worthy. Yeah, yeah I felt afterwards. I was like, oh, why didn't you get a phone number? I was trying to be so polite and not pushy. <laughs> you know? It's not being pushy. It's not being yeah. impolite. If you ask nicely from your heart, as I yeah. said before, the the worst thing that can happen is that they would say no. no. Yeah. Yeah. But if you don't ask, you'll never know. No, so when you see list. her next time, find a way to ask for her phone number. Okay? Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right, Ashil. Have a good rest of your night, and thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. Blessings, sweet man. All right. All right, everyone. I'm so sorry for the few people that are still in the queue. Our time is complete. Please call in next Sunday at 6.45 p.m. Eastern Time. It will bring you into the queue and you will be more guaranteed the opportunity to receive a one-question reading with me on, on the air, okay? I do appreciate you calling, but we do need to complete our time. And so as I always do at the end of the show, let's do a rapid heart connection, shall we? All right. So as long as you are not driving or um, operating heavy machinery, right? Just take a moment, uncross your ankles and knees, uncross your arms, close your eyes if you want to, relax your belly and breathe. 
just breathe in and out. Really connect in with that breath of yours. And as you do, breathe into your heart center. Imagine your breath is going into your heart center and out of your heart center. And as you do, feel the tension release from your shoulders. And breathe. And feel that energy of love that dwells within your heart center. For you are connecting with each breath in and out to your soul essence which is pure, unconditional love. That's why it feels so good to breathe into our hearts and out of it. It It's the place where we receive love and where we express love from. And love is why we're here, to remember how to be a loving presence unto ourselves first for who we are being in this relationship with ourselves is how we manifest everything else. So the more loving we are with ourselves, the more love we attract. The more we breathe into and out of our hearts, the more that vibration of love emanates from us in all directions, and flows unimpeded, for there are no boundaries to love. So each time you breathe into and out of your heart center, you're sending a gift of love to the earth, to everyone who dwells within her, on her, and above her, and beyond our atmosphere out into the universe, back to the beginning of all that is, and beyond. So for me, each time you choose to breathe into and out of your heart center, I say thank you. Thank you for sharing that love with me and with all of us. And for those of you that choose to adopt or embrace the Ho'oponopono prayer, Keep in mind, it's the same thing. Whenever you clear something from you by saying to whatever memory or data is in me or energy is in me that is the cause for this, whatever this is, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me and thank you. You're asking God to clear that energy from you and it continues to be cleared from Everywhere it exists. And we're all in the same energy. All in the same matrix of light. We're all connected. We're not separate as our bodies give us the illusion of. So when you clear, it helps me to clear. And everyone and everything else. So thank you. You know how they have on the air public service announcements? To me, this is a public service act. So thank you. 
I so surround you all with love. Every moment of every day, may you know that you are loved. And may you love yourself and others in a good way. Please say this Ho'opono prayer to Hurricane Dorian. Please send it lots of love and to all the people in the Bahamas or in its path. And anytime you experience in the news something that doesn't feel good to you or you know that there's a natural phenomenon out there, say, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you to it. Or just say, I love you. Or just thank you. It all helps. And with that, I am Eileen Gottlieb, the heart healer. Thank you so much for joining us here tonight. We'll be back on air next Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Until then, I wish you a fabulous rest of your evening and holiday weekend. Be safe out there and know that you're loved. Much love and gratitude and good night.